Welcome y'all to the Minute Man Podcast. I'm your host Reno, your co-host, a co-host in the back, Butters. Say what's up to the people. Shit, it's me, the one and only. You feel me? Here, the one man. and only. <laughs> and uh, we was gonna actually gonna up, couldn't because like stuff got in the way. So now we're doing it, and uh, now we're gonna say uh, Happy Thanksgiving. I hope you had a a good Thanksgiving, a great Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Hope hope everything's good for y'all, but you know, we're gonna start right away, man. What we got on the docket? Shit, man, hey. Jeff, uh Jeff Keeley and them, they finally put out the nominees for game of the year. Uh, you know what I mean? And it's coming up soon. I think it's coming up like the, the summer seventh or something. I think like uh it's the eighth, right? Yeah, the seventh or the eighth, game of the year is coming. People also rumored, you know what I mean? to have during the showcase GTA 6 um, show up as a trailer because uh, shocker I don't know if we even talked about it last time but everybody knows everybody mama knows that Rockstar is putting out a teaser or a trailer for GTA 6 in December right we all know it got leaked right <laughs> yeah, uh, it, uh, it got leaked before it happened and then Rockstar officially announced it official announcement from rockstar games that sometime in december they're gonna put out a trailer for the game we don't know when it's gonna be i know people said early late it could be anytime they want they could change it but uh, people uh, you know what i mean game uh, the game of the year the nominees they always show good games during these like sometimes they show i think uh they showed i think uh they showed elden ring at one of these for the first time ever and shit like that. I don't know. There's some pretty big games that got shown at Game of the Year. Yeah, No Man's Sky, man. That debut at the Game Awards. <laughs> <laughs> that shit, that's true. No Man's Sky also debuted at the Game Awards. The Nickelodeon so, game. Games that debuted. <laughs> uh, what else? What else got? Uh, oh, shit. Show that's the here. only one I can it's think of. Oh, no, uh, no, I think that's E3. I think that was E3. Yeah, that was E3 back in the day. E3 uh, I know there's another one, but I can't, I can't think of it. Uh... Yeah, I know there's another one. I know. Maybe like fun no, that was Final Fantasy was uh E three. Maybe like Smash Bros. Uh Joker. They oh, showed yeah, that Smash there. Smash Bros. Joker, the DLC for Smash Bros. pretty big. Yeah. For, uh, game of the year, nominees and shit. Yeah, I mean there's plenty of games that have been shown here that are like new world premieres. I think Death Stranding got shown here maybe at one point in time. Like more gameplay of that. Um, I don't know. They show big games here, man. So Rockstar could. They could be like, you know what I mean? If they're going to overshadow the event anyways, they might as well just be at the event. Yeah. That's my thinking. I mean, and I think it makes I mean? sense, though, because uh, they said December. The Game Awards in December. I mean, imagine at the end of the show, they're like, we got this big surprise for you. And it's, the, it's GTA. So, I mean, I think it makes sense. Here's the thing. Uh, if GTA is not there... Um, I feel like they should announce that it's not there just so people don't hate on the show. Cause I know if it's not there and they don't say anything and like, bro, you may as watch this shit. If GTA was not here, they might get a lot of hate for that. I don't know. Maybe they might use it to their advantage to get more viewership. They could also do that. A lot of people do that too. So I don't know. But yeah. what, what I can say is it just makes sense for rock. Obviously, we all know Rockstar doesn't need them at all. But you know what I mean. 
more, you know, it's already at a gaming showcase thing. Why not do it? You know what I mean? Yeah, why, why not, not do, do it, it December 8th or 7th or the fuck? But other than that, other than GTA, we'll talk about that a little later. But what do you think about Game of the Year nominees, man? You got Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Well, here's the thing for me. Uh, before, before, um, before I played Baldur's Gate 3, I probably would have said, I ain't gonna lie, I kind of warmed up to Zelda a little bit. Zelda's probably my number two. I ain't gonna lie. It, it kind of warmed up a little, it kind of went up a bit. But, uh, now that I play Baldur's Gate, I have like 22 hours on the game, which, uh, I think is like enough time where I can talk about the game. I haven't finished it, but I mean, that's, that's a lot of fucking time. That's, that's 22 hours of my fucking life, okay? Um, <laughs> I would definitely say Baldur's Gate is definitely my game of the year. I know uh, it probably beats a lot of the categories too. It's just the is the dialogue. I love Mass Effect. It's my favorite game series. So obviously, I was gonna love Baldur's Gate. Um, Zelda, I kind of was like on it, but I actually been playing it time and time again. So I have like a lot more hours on it, and I kind of yeah. feel like that game kind of stepped up for me a little bit. That's why I went to number two because before Zelda was like number three. Now it's number two. Number two was Spider Man, but I feel like Spider Man kind of played it a bit too safe. Uh, they played it a bit too safe. I feel like if they took more risk uh, of the game, I think it would have went. Yeah. Actually, might might have went number one because the game it was just too safe, and I can't I can't really put a safe sequel number number two i just can't i think zelda took a little bit more risk with the like the underground part having like a new map completely new map under map like underground and you have the sky islands i think it does a bit more to it than spider-man but spider-man is still number three um i don't know why mario wonder is even there uh Yeah, I mean, I think Final Fantasy should have got nominated, but you know, whatever. But I even even Final Fantasy, I don't think it wins because you know there's some low part. I think I talked about it in in the two pods. You know, go watch the two pods. But in the the, the, the two pods, I'm not gonna repeat myself. But uh, the lows are really low for that game, so I can't put a game of the year. Um, and Alan Wake, I, I didn't play it, but I. Th- I mean, I heard good things about it, so I mean, but I I would just say Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate would probably be my game of the year. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm in agreement right there, man. I think like Baldur's Gate three is my game of the year for sure. Like, I think it has everything. I think it it knocks like everybody knows everything about Baldur's Gate. Like we love. Well, actually, we haven't talked about it too much in the pod actually. But if you want my opinion on this game, I think this game does almost everything perfectly in my opinion. There's not that much this game does I don't like. It has, and if you think about the amount of work it goes into the game too, like the amount of unique cutscenes uh, for your choices and actions, about how many endings there are, about how like your party reacts to your choices constantly in these like little moments, and um, how that affects this, and how your decision affects him, and how you can betray them, kill them, you and your party interact with each other. It's like, I don't know, it's like you kind of, the game kind of, like, you know how games would be like, oh, you make the story. In this game, you really do make the story because you get cutscenes for your decisions. Like, 
and for little things and whole new voice lines and you know obviously all the sex you can have in this game too or yeah yeah i love that shit man <laughs> the, the combat the combat you know it's like uh, on some you can fuck a bear in the game bro <laughs> yeah bro uh, uh, we know on some socom shit where you know what i mean like it's that top down top down you know strategic like turn-based gameplay um, I think it does a really good job at that. And I think it's really satisfying when you get like really hard bosses and you beat them because you really got to use your brain and, um, you know, it's like theory crafting, like the perfect party, the perfect type of uh, uh, fucking RPG things that you want for your character, like the perfect upgrades for your character, what, what abilities you want, what abilities you like. Like, I don't know, like, I think the combat has also has a lot of depth to it. I think the combat is the most underrated part about Baldur's Gate 3, actually. I think the combat has a lot of depth to it. I think the combat is super free. You can you can surprise attack people. You can, bro, you can, there's like waves of enemies, just a mission of waves of enemies, right? And then before the waves of enemies starts, you can grab, you can grab crates and block lines of sight so they don't shoot arrows at you so you can completely clear a wave. Like, there's shit like that. There's so many little things you can do before you get in a fight that will affect the fight massively strategically so like there's shit like that and obviously the story is amazing the game direction is amazing the game looks amazing the i love when choices actually affect the story the questing is really this hasn't been one of one bad quest everything has been so interesting you want to do everything in the game you don't even want to miss one piece of content you know what i mean it really that's it's like this game of the year is so clear i just want to gush about watergate in my opinion the game of the year this year is clear there's nothing that comes close to it in my opinion yeah, what would you say um, from that uh, that list, uh, the game of the year list? What would be your your order of the uh, games? Baldur's Gate three be my one. My list kind of changed uh, now that I put everything in perspective. My list might be unpopular to a lot of people's list because I don't know. I'm kind of just going back in the year. I haven't played Alan Wake two, and I don't think I ever will play Alan Wake two. It's just not really my uh, forte. I don't know. A lot of people like the game. If you like the game, you like the game. Um, I'm, I'm not really checking for like these like thrillers like right. the Evil Withins or anything like that um, I don't know I, I feel like those games weren't really interesting to me there's nothing in those games hooked me like I'm like two I see it and I mean there's like that psychological horror element to it that looks kind of interesting from the outside but nothing there where I look at a trailer I'm like oh the gameplay looks really good right here I, I want to play it or like oh the story is so interesting I'm like, what's going on like I don't know it's never really hooked me like that People say it's amazing though, so you know I'll give it its credit. But I'm not gonna put it on my list, not because it's bad, but because I haven't played it. You haven't it. played gonna, it, yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna try to hoe it, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna hoe it. I just haven't played it, and it's just not for me, probably. So it's not on my list. But Baldur's Gate Three obviously is at one. Number two, I have Resident Evil Four Remake. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the best games of all time. It's on the list. If you think it's a, should be on the list or not, because it's a remake, don't care. It's from it's built from the ground up. The game is amazing. Resident Evil 4 from the beginning. Resident Evil 4 by itself is better than Tears of the Kingdom and it's better than Spider-Man 2. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. This is one of the best games of all time and it's remade from the ground up. That's just at, that's just pinpoint black and white it. Um, right. And it's super well optimized. The story is the story is the same. It's still super action combat. It's an amazing game. Resident Evil 4, I feel like everyone should play it. Everyone should play the remake. The remake was fine. I love that game. That's my number two. My number three will have to be Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom is amazing. Um, I personally like Breath of the Wild more. Right. Uh, I 
I feel like the sequel to Breath of the Wild, maybe it's me, but I feel like Breath of the Wild shouldn't have even had a sequel. Um, if this is what they were going to do with the sequel, I feel like they shouldn't have had it. Maybe that's my hot take for right now. But the reason why I feel like that is because, yes, they do a lot of different, like, different things with the game. Um, there's Here's the things I like different with the game. The new abilities with, it's not really a tablet no more, it's like your hand or whatever the fuck. But, like, the new abilities that you get in this game with the, uh, obviously, the stopping time, um, uh, what was it, uh, rewinding time, um, like, going, like, instantly going up, like, the fucking ceiling and going all the way up the ceiling to go to Sky Islands and shit. Um, like, there's so many cool different abilities like that in combat. And that's, that part is fun, that part is great. Those are the abilities I like, but it is the same Breath of the Wild map. Um, it's the same Breath of the Wild map. I feel like they didn't do much different of stuff that I enjoy. Maybe for other people, they enjoyed it more than me to put it in that number one. But I feel like the crafting and the building was the most, like, I think that's the hunk, that's like the chunk of the game where, like, they wanted you to do that. Like, there's puzzles in the game where they want you to build and craft. They want you to play this game. Like, they in Breath of the Wild 1, it's kind of like you kind of play the game the way you wanted. In this game, I kind of feel like they're edging me. Like, oh, come on, bro. Just play like this. You know, you know why are you doing it like that? Play it like this. Do the puzzle like this. It's like they want me to use these mechanics, and I personally just don't care about them. It's not what I liked about Zelda. Um... And those are not my favorite parts of any, really any game. Like the crafting, the building is not just the thing I enjoy the most. Like it's just not my uh, part, like personal style of gaming. Like, oh, when I think of a fun time playing a Zelda game, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna build a boat. You know what I mean? That's not what I think. So, right. And for some people, they think that's cool. You could do that in the game. And I feel like that's a cool novelty for like the first hour. For like the first couple hours, that's cool. It's like, oh, I can do this. And then it kind of wears off for me, and it kind of comes tedious. Me personally, it kind of becomes this like guessing game of if the physics are gonna get you to point A to point B and do that. Because I'm kind of I'm like the I like leveling up like combat like uh, I like leveling up combat story, um, new new destinations, new experience. Um, and Zelda does offer a lot of that with the underground dungeon, and I feel like that's like my favorite part of the game and the Sky Islands, or because that's all the new content. That's it. It's the yeah, that's dungeon it. and the Sky Islands. And obviously, you have the different ways to interact with the map with the crafting and the gravity and the new abilities. But it's only so much for me to sink my teeth into. Where I'm like, man, I wish this was an entirely different Zelda map and game. Um. At certain points in time, I'm like, why is this Breath of the Wild? Why can't it just be a different Zelda, like, entirely? Like, why does that have to be a sequel? You know what I mean? Like, there's certain things I'm like, I wish... Because there's, there's also returning characters that I didn't love from the first game, anyways. So you also have these returning characters that I didn't think Breath of the... I think the Breath of the Wild has right. one of the weaker Zelda stories in, the, in, the, in its saga of fucking Zelda games. I think it has one of the weaker ones. And coming off that in Tears of the Kingdom, I really don't like those characters in the first place. And they, obviously, it's a sequel, so they bring them back. And I don't care about them now. So, 
Uh, I still don't care about them. It's not what made Breath of the Wild good. It's not what made Tears of the Kingdom good. But they're way, they're in here way more now as companions, obviously, and get to bring them with you. But um, that shit about the game is just so. All in all, Zelda's a great game, but there's so many. There's a lot of things about it that don't mesh with me personally. Uh, and and I, I'm kind of left just scratching my head on. Man, I wish they just made a different, an entirely different Zelda game, and they should have just left Breath of the Wild, make Breath of the Wild. And I also think Breath of the Wild actually had, gives you more freedom in this game, in a weird way, because this game is more like this game as you're playing the game is pushing you to do certain things with the crafting and building constantly, because the game, this game is more so built around that. Like, yeah, it's the crafting craft, shit. The crafting and building shit, you can't really escape it. Like in Breath of the Wild one. You can literally play that game how you want it, though. You can play that game exactly any time you want. It's like, oh, you want to be, you want to be an archer, you can be that. You want to do this, you can be that. You can go in any combat scenario differently, and then you can do that in this game too. But like the point A to point B in Breath of the Wild, you can be like, oh, I'm gonna go here, and then I'm gonna go here. My fast shuffle here. I'm gonna take this on mountain path and go down. I'm not gonna do. You're gonna go in these so many, like all these different areas. I'm gonna explore this. I'm gonna, you know, there's a dungeon over here. In Breath of the Wild, there's more shit. The one thing about Tears of the Kingdom I like is that there's less open fields and plains. There's a lot more shit to do for sure. Like, there's a lot more moment-to-moment gameplay. Like, that's, like, the best part of the game. But I would say, like, getting to point A and point B and, like, the puzzles in the game kind of feel more restrictive than Breath of the Wild one. Um, a little bit more. I feels like I feels like I really need to do these uh, certain mechanics that, that are new in the game. But all I have to say is number three, and that's why it's not number two. And that's why I put Real's name before a better game over it. Um, at my uh, number n- my number fourth game. This is a hard one because I actually played Mario Wonder. Um, <laughs> no troll, no troll. I actually did play Mario Wonder. Mario Wonder is actually really good. Um, number four, I guess. I give number four, actually. You know what? Fuck it. I'm a hoe. Number four is a tie. Number four is a tie between Mario Wonder and Spider-Man 2. They're both in, they're both safe as fuck games. Actually, I mean, not hoe. But well, say it. I'm about to say, Mario say Wonder it. might be less... Mario Wonder might be <laughs> less safe than Spider-Man 2. You might... Hey, you might be right. <laughs> That's the crazy thing. might do more things different in the, in the 2D Mario space than Spider-Man 2 does for that superhero genre action adventure genre that might be a fact um the one thing about mario wonder i like it feels like mario wonder meets it feels like a 2d mario game meets raymond legends right for sure that's what it kind of meets but there's actually a lot of cool new ideas you don't see in 2d mario games it's a lot more music involved it's like random challenges like there's actually like abilities in the game like oh Mario can have an extra longer jump, or he can spring in the air, or he's invisible, and they give him like abilities and shit. Like, or he has like uh, a cap that he can like glide down. Like he has like so parts. many abilities and shit. Yeah, like they give Mario like actual like abilities in the game, not like oh I'm an elephant now abilities. It's like perks and stuff that change your gameplay on top of like the elephant and whatever the fuck. Also, each each uh, level, each like real level has the Wonder Flower that gives it. A whole different take and unique spin like it could turn into yeah like it changes the whole level it changes the whole levels the whole and level. shit there's, there's nothing that, there's nothing like that in any mario game um actually i don't think i ever played like a 2d platformer like that actually i think that might be first 2d platformer that actually does that so 
there's some creative ideas in here, man. And it's different. It's a entirely different Mario game. The animation, the game, this quality is fun. Mario Super Mario Wonder is fun as fuck. I will say that it is a kid game at certain points. It's a kid game. Like when the flowers are talking, I wish I could turn them off. It's a good yeah, game. they're they're but, fucking annoying. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking annoying for sure. But uh, super, um, now Marvel Spider Man. Reason I have to tie between them because Marvel Spider Man is like the best safe game. It's like the most best superhero safest superhero game you're gonna have a fun time it's not gonna wow you it's cool you have good you have a good time playing the game it's spider-man and that's it man it's a story you've seen before uh of characters you've seen before of combat of well, slightly different additions to combat yeah and uh glide gliding um and a better city, honestly. That is Spider-Man too. <laughs> yeah. Is more of more of the last one, to be honest. Uh, and it's good, man. It's good. I mean, it's good. Is it knocking my socks off? Is it you know this is ten out of ten? No, but it's a really fun game. It's a really good game. It's a really fun game. And they're both that. And Super Mario Wonder and Spider-Man two both that way. So I give them a tie. They're both tied for fourth. I don't, I don't they're because they're both doing such different things it's hard for me to say which one's better than the other but if I had if I if you told me butters if one of them had to go right now which one would I rather play right now I'm probably picking Super Mario Wonder I'm not gonna right. lie. I don't think I'll personally return to Spider-Man 2 unless it's DLC um Mario Wonder also I don't know it's, it's just one of the better platformers this year, and it's pretty fun. If both these games weren't here and Final Fantasy uh, 16 was here, Final Fantasy 16 will probably take number three and Zelda get up down the fourth. Right. Um, that's how I... Actually, I'm, I lied probably about that. Zelda probably still be a third, and then Final Fantasy might be a fourth. Relax. Let me relax. Yeah, let's relax then, relax. man. Let's relax. That was actually a good game. Relax. But, um, yeah, so... Baldur's Gate 3, Resident Evil 4... And then uh, Tears of the Kingdom and a tie, two-way tie between Spider-Man 2 and Wonder. And a question for you is, that who do you think is actually going to take home the award? Like, actually, who do, who do you think is going to take over the take home the award? I think majority... This is two ways it can go, man. I think majority of the awards, the awards would probably go to Legend of Zelda, and then Game of the Year would probably be Baldur's Gate. Or everything Baldur's Gate is nominated in, it wins except Game of the Year and Zelda wins. That's like that's that's my that's my theory. You know what I mean? That's my little prediction. Because it's Nintendo man, the motherfucking Nintendo motherfuckers, they they paying. I always said it, they paying. They definitely paying. <laughs> they paying. They paying for that win. So, but personally, I think Baldur's Gate man, it just beats. I think just every category it's in, I think it beats it. To be honest, to be honest, I mean, we did me and Butters, we did the votes, um, yeah, off stream, and that's kind of why Spider Man went down for me because Spider Man didn't win anything <laughs> when we voted. It literally didn't win anything. Yeah. It doesn't do the best at anything, but it's overall a good game. Like it doesn't do the worst at anything, but it's not like the best. It's yeah. Not like, oh, this experience was the best I had. It was like, oh, this experience was really good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just kind of where it's at. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's really good. I think the next game, Spider-Man Three. I think they really have to take risk now. I don't think the safe route is gonna work no more. I think we really have to 
step it up a bit. This is cool. I still don't don't think I'm hating. I like the game, but I just want something new because like yeah. this. I I said it. Well, I'm not gonna fully repeat myself because you know if you really want to know what we said about it, click last episode. This is like the last episode we did. You could just click that, hoe, right? Yeah. But uh, basically, it it just didn't have that wow factor that first Spider Man had. Uh, it didn't really have the set piece levels. Didn't really have the gadgets. Um, it just didn't have that wow factor that I think the first one had. So that's why I, I just can't really put it game of the year. I mean, I really had fun with it, but I just can't because it's just, it's just, it's, it's a good, it's a safe, good sequel. But next game, step it up a bit, you know, because this safe shit ain't going to work no more. You, you have like one pass to, to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have one pass to do it. You want, do you want to go through any other categories really quick? Only the important categories? Or you want uh, to go, go through the categories. Best game direction. And it's between Baldur's Gate 3, Baldur's Gate 2, <laughs> and Tears of Kingdom. Baldur's Gate. Uh, best narrative is between Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, Mar- Mar- uh, Spider Man 2, Final Fantasy 16, now in the week 2. Uh, Baldur's Gate. <laughs> I hear it, I hear it. Okay, uh, quick note on this. My pick here, just because I'm just because uh, I'm trying to be uh, different, I'll pick Phantom Liberty. <laughs> For me. I like Phantom Liberty. I think that's just fine. I want to play it. I want to play it after I, I finish Baldur's Gate. I, I definitely want to play it, it. It's good, man. I, I I think it's great. Fucking um, best art direction between Alan Wake 2 Hi-Fi Rush, Liza P, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Tears of the Kingdom. I go Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah, I go Hi-Fi Rush as well. But probably Zelda is uh, gonna win that, <laughs> probably. But I go Hi-Fi Rush is is unique. Best score in music: Baldur's Gate Three, Final Fantasy Sixteen, Tears of the Kingdom, Hi-Fi Rush, and Two. Final Final Fantasy. Yep. Um, best audio design. Hi-Fi Rush, Dead Space, Resident Evil 4, Alan Wake 2, Spider-Man. Probably Dead Space. Okay. I go Hi-Fi Rush here. I go Hi-Fi Rush here. But I understand what you're trying to say. Good picks, good picks. Uh, best performance. Um, you got Clive. Um, you got Cal Kestis. You got uh, Idris Elba from Cyberpunk. I forgot his name from the character. You got Mel- Mel- Melanie the Bird from Alan Wake 2. And then you got Neil Newburn, Asterian from Baldur's Gate 3. And then you got Yuri Lowenthal, Spider-Man, Peter Parker. I'll probably go Clive. I go Clive too. I'll also go Clive. Uh, because uh, honestly, like, I don't know if anybody played the demo because the demo is free. You should play the demo. But for Final Fantasy 16 or you played the game, that first part of the game where he let, that, he let out that scream. You know what I mean? Like, shit like that. Like, or, you know what I mean? Like, like, like some of like, like the, the most, most emotional moments, moments where he got loud, bro. Bro, that motherfucker was really going in on that booth, bro. Really going in on the booth. Innovation and accessibility. Um, Yellow yeah, Four. Uh, well, I mean, this is not really that crazy. I picked I picked Street Fighter for this one. <laughs> yeah. I picked Street Fighter because Street Fighter is the most uh inclusive fighting game in the uh, since I don't know when. Um, best ongoing. Uh, well, what's on best ongoing? Apex, Cyberpunk, 
Final Fantasy 14 MMO, uh, Genshin Impact, or Fortnite? Probably Fortnite. <laughs> I agree. Uh, best community support: Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14 MMO, and No Man's Sky. Um, probably Cyberpunk. I also got Cyberpunk for this. Um, best multiplayer game. Um, let me see who's here. It is either Baldur's Gate 3, Diablo 4, Party Animals, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, or Street Fighter 6. I say Street Fighter. I agree, man. Street Fighter 6 is low-key. Well, I guess it kind of glided in here. It is probably one of the best multiplayer games of this year. Might be the best multiplayer game this year. I don't know what's better than that. Multiplayer wise, I don't know what's better than that, man. Unless you do like Fortnite or something. Right. <laughs> Unless you like Fortnite. That's why right. Fortnite ain't on that list. How come Fortnite ain't on that list? Uh, on less multiplayer? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Fortnite should be there, though. Fortnite yeah. That's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. Um, most anticipated Final Fantasy VII Part Two Rebirth. Um, Hades 2, Yakuza Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Star Wars Outlaws, and Tekken 8. Which Probably Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy. W pick. W yeah. Picks. I agree. Um, I'm really excited for that Final Fantasy game, man. That game might, that game is going to be better than Final Fantasy 7 games. It's be better than Part 1, bro. It's going to be better than Part 1. Part 1 was great. You'll see type shit. Um, so that's it. That's supposed to be all the good game of the year uh, nominees. Uh, yeah, we got that shit out the way real quick. You know what I mean? We spent the longest one in game of the year because that's the one that people care about. But obviously, you got things like best family, best fighting game, best fighting. You know what I mean? We don't. I don't give a fuck about best family. Mario's going to win it. <laughs> Mario's gonna win it. Best Final Game, Street Fighter's gonna win it. Best RPG, Baldur's Gate's gonna win it. Like, let's be real. Best action. Oh, we could do best action game, best action adventure. Oh, um, what's what was on that list again? I, I, I forgot. Best action game, Armored Core, Armored Core uh, Six, Fires of Rubicon, uh, Dead Island Two, Ghost Runner Two, Hi-Fi Rush, Remnant Two. Probably Armored Core, man. I fucking love that game. Yeah, you are an Armored Core enjoyer. The fuck I is that supposed to be? Nah, I'm joking, I'm joking. He's <laughs> a Gundam guy, Gundam guy. Yo, uh, best action adventure game. Alan Wake 2, Spider-Man 2, Resident 4, Cell, The Tears of Kingdom, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I think we picked Jedi for this one. It's kind of unpopular. Yeah, I think we did pick Jedi for this one. We did off stream. My opinion changed, though, over time. My opinion changed over time. I, right now, pick Resident Evil 4. Right. Um, but... Jedi Survivor, I feel like people are giving it too much hate because of how it launched on PC, and I agree. Yeah, fuck y'all. I played it on console, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that was like sheer bad good luck because my PC broke, and so I had to play it on the console. So that was probably good luck on my part, you know? (laughs) Sorry, shit, but um, yeah, so I actually played this whole on PC, and the launch was pretty the launch was pretty bad. I got one of the better builds and the better um, optimization. I didn't go through anything too game breaking like everyone else did. There probably was a time where I had to reload all the way back to a part in time because it crashed. 
and it, it didn't save anything, and my save got corrupted. But other than that, it was okay. Um, yeah. But at, like, if we think about it as an action adventure game, like I can see any all these games winning. I'm not gonna lie. That Loki Zelda might win it, and I'm not gonna lie. That's probably the one that should win it. Because <laughs> Zelda's an action adventure game, has puzzles, has everything is an adventure, and has action. You know what I mean? It's Zelda. Yeah. That's like the that's like the like genre Zelda thrives in my opinion. You got Star Wars Jedi Survivor. That's also really you know I really like that game. I think that game is really like a traditional action adventure game. Um, Marvel Spider Man Two is also an action adventure game. Here's the thing though, it doesn't it's not super stellar at anything. So like it's good at this, but is it the best at this? I don't think so. Right. Resident Evil 4, I think it might be the best action adventure game on this list. It has puzzles, it has everything, it has action. It's like it could be a Metroidvania, you can go back to other parts in the game to get more collectibles. It's like that's kind of uh, it's like a little open zone, you can explore. Uh, it has everything. So I'm trying to say. Alan Wake 2, I don't play. So it's up to anybody. I think I'm going to stick with the Star Wars Jedi Survivor pick because no one's going to pick it. Yeah, but, I'm, I'm going to stick with it too, man. I just want to be unique. That's why I'll be unique here, but Zelda's probably going to win it. But I think it's um, a good pick, anyways. So it's not even a bad yeah. pick. Best RPG, man. Starfield, right? Nah, I'm kidding. Yeah, that's funny. That's like the only award that fucking game got. <laughs> The only nominee that Starfield got, and it was best RPG, and it's not even gonna win that. It's not even gonna win that, man. But it's funny because like this game, and then every Fallout game, I think that was like on the award show, it never got picked for Game of the Year. <laughs> it always got like only one nominee. <laughs> but those games are really. Uh... For a select few, you know what I mean? A select few really like those games, you know what I mean? They really just enjoy them. For a lot of, like, the casual audience, I feel like it's always, like, uh, mixed on Bethesda games. Especially right. for Fallout and Starfield-type games. Especially for those. But the Elder Scrolls games is majority positive, though. Uh, I think almost every one of them are positive. Yeah. Like Skyrim is positive, Obsidian is positive, Morrowind is positive. Um, so... Um, all those other games are uh, positive. Yeah, I'm different though. I'm I'm a professional Bethesda hater. I hate on Bethesda. <laughs> <laughs> they don't fix their even fucking games. Yeah, I was. So don't even talk shit, y'all. I I was hating on them before, bro. They they never fix <laughs> their games. They don't complete their games, bro. <laughs> There's always some shit broken. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. That's basically the game of the years. I'm actually excited for this game of the year. This could be one of the ones that... Because there's so many good games this year that actually made it interesting. Last year, I didn't care because all the games were ass. Right. Um, all, we all know Elden Ring's going to win everything because what the fuck, you know what I mean? Bobo is like we're going against like... Or God not, of War. Like Horizon. <laughs> oh, yeah, God of War. <laughs> yeah, God of War Ragnarok, but... God of War Ragnarok's amazing, but Elden Ring is going to win that. Yeah. Yeah, that's it for giving the year. Honestly. That's it, man. Oh, do you have anything else to add, or? Because I, I really that's, don't. That's it. I gave him the year. I'm nothing else to add. I gave him the year, man. All right, I guess that's it. All right, what's uh, what's next on the docket? Shit. Hey y'all.
both watched Gen V. We both watched the entirety of Gen V. Yeah, we did. The entirety of Gen V, man. And uh, what do you think about it, man? What do you think of Gen V? I think it's a great show. Uh, it's a great spinoff. Um, I'm surprised that fucking F fucking G tier characters are better written than Disney Plus Marvel shit. Like they're actually it's really good written. I love the spinoff, man. I like the idea. It's basically like Sky High for like college, but it's like more of like a gruesome kind of realistic tone of it. I mean, but I guess that's like the the point of the boys. Right, it's like, what if these things really did happen in like, in realism, the most fucked up way. in the fucked up way, in the really most fucked up way? But that's what I think I like about it. Uh, I like, I like the theme of the show. I don't know if I really want to go into spoilers, but uh, I like the whole yeah, theme. It's, it's fairly new. It's yeah, it's fairly new. new. I don't, I don't want to spoil it for y'all. So, uh, I love all the characters. I love the story. This is such a good spinoff to to the boys, and it is like. You telling me these guys can do a superhero show that ties into something, but Marvel can't? It's like, what the fuck are we doing at Marvel? These guys really, really pulled it off. Amazon really got hitters because they got this, and then they got Invisible, I- Invisible, Invincible. My bad. So it's just, it's it's just a good show. Uh, I can't really say a whole lot without spoiling it, but I would just say, uh, go out and watch it. And you'll you'll have a fun time, even if you don't watch the boys. Like if you never seen like a single season of the show, if you watch this show, you'll still like it. Like, you'll still fully enjoy it, which is a sign of a really good show. I mean, what what do you think about it, buddies? Shit, you know what I think? Listen, in three, two, one, we both say our ratings for the show. We both explain it right now. All right. All right. Three, two. Nine, nine. yeah, there you go. <laughs> nine, I'm a nine. <laughs> Not that fan. So we both really like the show. Um, I feel like the reason why I give it a nine is because all those points that I said, but uh, plus, um, it is one of the more unique shows. Like Batman said, it's actually really gruesome. It is very, uh, it is very different. Without going, I can't really go into spoilers. Too. Yeah, that's the hard part. You can't really go into spoilers. You can only go into spoilers. Unless you want to do like a spoiler section after we finish this section, you know what I mean? Uh, maybe if you want to, but uh, I would say without spoiling too much, like the protagonist is very interesting, and her backstory is very uh, chaotic. I would say is this a good word to put it. Backstory is very crazy, and um, that type of character. One thing I'll say about this show, without spoiling it. Because I feel like I'm, I'm saying a whole lot of fucking nothing. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> let, me, let me say something. Um, the show makes you care about the heroes and the boys. Right. Um, if I was spoiling too much on how they do you don't know how they do it. But I would say what they do, which makes it interesting. And, all, and this show is directly after the last season. And after this season on Gen V, we're going to get the boys and it's going to go back and forth. So it's super tied in with the boys' universe. Um, I would say that I like what they're doing with the storytelling in the boys. Before it was kind of like uh black and white, good and bad, uh like bullshit. You know what I mean? We gotta do what we gotta do to get these guys, these fucking guys out of 
Like you guys are pieces of shit. They're ruining our life. And then you kind of meet these up and coming heroes who are kind of just regular people. And then, you know what I mean? And uh, it kind of thinks it kind of makes you think back on a butcher's whole quest and his whole gang to just kill all the heroes, right? Right. And what I would say if I was spoiling, because I don't think I spoiled too much, but one thing I could say about spoiling is that it makes you care about the heroes in the boys, which I think gives you more nuance. And it kind of, you kind of uh, have more at stake now. You have more characters you like now. Um, it makes the story a whole lot more interesting. It makes you kind of, even though Butcher and the boys obviously are the protagonists of the story, you kind of have these new set of people who are kind of like, oh, well, I kind of like them too. You know what I mean? So, um, one thing I would say about the boys is that they're really good at making likable characters. Yeah. Um, they're really good at making likable characters. They're really good at making piece of shit characters as well. Um, and that's the best. That's the best thing about this boys universe. They're really good at making enemies. What do you think about it? Why do you give it that ten? Uh, well, kind of the same thing, man. It just gives a new nuance. They're very good at doing like new characters. Cause these guys are new characters, completely new. Mm-hmm. And they somehow, re- I made, I really like them. Even the ones I'm not supposed to like, I fucking hate them. But it's for like a good reason, like a good way. Because you're not supposed to like them. You know what I mean? They're, yeah. they're pieces of shit. You're not supposed to. But it's in a good way. And so it also is like this little mystery of like, oh, what's going on in this in this college? You know what I mean? Because it's like a college for superheroes. But there's something else going on afoot. So it gives it that little mystery too, and and you're so invested. He's like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? What's this thing? What's going on? I'm I'm interested. What's gonna happen to this character? I don't want this character to die. Or this that this that. You know what I mean? And it just does yeah. such a good job, and it does such a good job of fleshing out everybody. I think the best one was the main character because obviously she's the fucking main character. That's how it's supposed to be. But even the side characters are really good. Uh, yeah. they even they have nuances and even they have reasonings and at the end of the show you understand why they go from point A to point B but you understand you really understand it because you see you've spent time with some of these characters some scenes is just them is not the main character at all and sometimes it's like for a while which I mean I guess that's every show but but you get so attached to them that it's like okay I understand why you're this way and they become different people by the end of the show. That's what makes it so good. And also in the boys, I'm you know I'm gonna spoil the boys because you know this shit been out for like God knows how long. If you haven't seen the boys, that's on you. Okay, watching on Amazon, I'm gonna spoil the shit. But yeah. in the the boys series, uh, Butcher is like this guy. He wants to fucking kill all the superheroes because one of them. He's he's such a piece of shit, but I love him. He's probably probably one of the best superhero villains in a show but in a show in general he's just such a piece of shit um that you you just don't like him but basically he he did something to his wife and he wants to kill all of them and throughout the boys there's some like good superheroes in them like there's like two of them but it's not as much as this one where it gives you like a hindsight like oh some of these people they're like you know regular people and and some of them just want to do good and they, they're not trying to be 
uh, just a fucking number or be like an advertisement because that's what it is in the boys' world. And kind of how it would be in this world if they exist, they would be used as advertisements, you know, endorsements. Uh, they can get away with a lot of stuff because who, who the fuck is going to control them? So... I think that's what I like about it. It gives it more nuance. And when you see the post credit scene of Gen V, you're like, oh, shit. I don't know if I want that to happen now. Because in The Boys, Butcher is part of the main cast. I think Butcher and Huey. But Butcher is part of the main cast. And you're like, you root for Butcher. But now you're kind of like, do you really want Butcher to, you know, do what he's going to do if he finds a certain thing? I'm not going to spoil it. but. Yeah. But it's like, damn, do I really do I really want it? Um, do I really want this to happen? He's like, it's, it's also, that's it gets to the point where it's like, oh my God, like I don't want nothing bad to happen to these characters because we see the boys and we see what Butcher is willing to do to get what he wants. You know what I mean? I don't think he's, um, yeah. I don't think he's really um there yet but i think he'll be there when huey and him uh break apart because the only reason he didn't get to that line was because huey was there that's the point of huey he's kind of like the his guardian angel telling him not to do certain things and he only listens to huey he doesn't listen to anybody else right so i think they're gonna break apart and that's when shit is gonna get bad because you got homelander you got uh, Vought, you got um, fucking Butcher. Now it's like, what the fuck are we gonna do? And now you don't really know who's fully. There's like this. I think Butters even said that I think there's gonna be people that want to kill the superheroes. There's other people that don't want to kill the superheroes, and there's people in the middle. I think I'm personally more of the middle ground because I don't think we should kill every single one, <laughs> every single superhero. I think that's a bit od because a lot of them are innocent yeah. people. But uh, but you get it right away, and I think that's what makes the the boys, the universe in general, so good is that the writing is so good. So I don't understand how they can get it right, but Marvel is struggling with TV shows, and they they don't understand how the fuck to do it. Like these characters, I don't think y'all understand. These characters are damn near fucking fucking V tier characters. Like no one has ever 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 heard of them. But somehow, yeah. and they're from a bad comic. The comic is is full is fucking shit. But yeah. but it's from a bad comic too, and they're able to pull it off. So I think that I just really like the boys, man. I love Homelander. I love Gen V. Yeah, that's all I gotta say about it, man. You got anything else to add? Shit, that's all I gotta say about it too. Yeah, there you go, man. <laughs> there you go, man. Uh, you want to talk about spoilers or not? Nah? You just want to go to the next thing. Let's go to the next one, man. That was good. That was good. Uh, to leave it off. Okay, okay. Uh, what's the next thing, man? Shit, man. All I gotta say is, I gotta go on a little rant here about Invincible, man. Oh, here he go. He 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 was raining about this shit uh, two days ago too. <laughs> I was raining about this shit two days ago. I gotta go. Uh, well, up until this point, Invincible. I'm not gonna lie, Invincible. Uh. I keep saying invisible. That shit's annoying me. I, I, I swear. Invisible too. Like, but in Invincible, um, I really do love Invincible season two. Invincible season two is really amazing. Hour long episodes of animation, 
good story, good build up, good character setups, good story, bro. Like, uh, people are like, characters are taking a turn. Like, the shit's amazing. What I can say I don't like about Invisible Season 2 is how we had two years of hiatus, damn near three since 2020. And we have a mid-season finale for our eight-episode TV show. Right. From what? Um, I think we all know... Um, well, we don't all know the rumors, but the rumor going around is, A, well, this well, people wasn't expecting anything to do it, A, Dan, I mean, there's going more time. There's, like, the normal, you know, conclusion to go to. Uh, B, people said... Um, they needed more time to make more future episodes. Now they done this current uh, season, and they the next season. it's like a pause between that. There's also three, um, that they were uh, trying to skip the holiday season and not trying to overlap the holiday season and stuff. They wanted to be uh, fresh off on January and shit like that, which is cap. And like the fifth one is. Quote unquote, Amazon might be raising prices or doing something with the subscription in January, and they want Invincible to start up again during that time when either A, their price hike, B, they do something with Prime um, that co- that's money wise, like ad subscription, no ads entirely, or something like that. Add a new one. I don't know. I heard something about the about that along those lines. And what I can say about that is it's probably the last one. It's probably the latter. It's probably the last one I said. It's probably subscription bullshit. Um, the only reason why I can see them not putting out the season, because I think Robert Kirkman does want to put out the season. The only reason why I see him not putting out the season, because he had a check, he got a check. Um, and probably, Amazon probably cut the check for the show to either have more budget, more episodes, more of this, in exchange for him to pause it, to uh to up more new subscriptions for prime video um something like that he probably got something with the show to upgrade the show long term and that's why he's giving out these bullshit excuses and him he's a down earth to guy he knows he shits is uh the shit that he's saying is not transparent it's fucking ass it's bullshit right. um and he said it himself was not because the animators so everybody who's dick sucking animators it's not because of that these guys are not map workers um what i can say is I am personally not a fan at the moment of the mid-season finale for eight episode season after two years waiting gap. If this was really the case, you should have just waited to put up the fucking show in January. That's how right. I feel. Um, put out the show in January and get the entire check from Amazon Prime and wait to that subscription uh, fee or whatever Amazon does in January that made, made them tell you to pause the fucking show and wait to January. Um, it's definitely an Amazon decision, it's not a Robert Kirkman decision, 100%. Um, but Robert Kirkman probably agreed and got more money, so fuck him too. Got that but, bag, well, man. Well, uh, <laughs> hopefully it's for the show and the show just gets better. Um, but I just don't like this stuff because A, I like Invincible. I don't like the hype getting killed for a show. Um, especially after one that's had such a long hiatus it's hard to keep hype and keep interest in something that's been away for so long um i know a lot of people who kind of forgot about what happened in the first invincible show 
Um, like they probably know the ending in the beginning, but that middle part and how the characters interact with each other and like who, who who's with who again and how did he break out of the joint again and who's what's his name actually? Like it's been a while since 2020. Um, and Invincible had only a couple episodes. Um, they had some pretty memorable episodes in there, but what I'll, what I can say is I don't like it when shows kill their own hype, kill their own momentum for for I don't even know like for whatever behind the scenes motivation for them to stop or pause it for something else you know? yeah I feel like they should have kept going um they should have kept going to the show me personally I know people are complaining about the episode uh episodes and how many episodes are in Invincible well I will say that that is that they are hour long episodes in Invincible so take that into account um, when you think about animation entirely, like think about like what yeah, Young Justice or Clone Wars, I don't think they're one hour episode, one hour episodes, like every episode for like twenty episodes. It's usually like twenty five to thirty minutes, maybe, maybe less for animated episode. Usually, for what I see for animation, for like shows like this, so I would say an hour episodes is fucking a godsend. What I can say is, especially for animation, it takes more work than just live action. Right. So, I'll say episodes is a lot of episodes for what they put, what the work they put in. I would tell them if they can, I would like ten episodes. If we could push ten, just two more episodes per season. Ten episodes is a nice sweet spot, I would say. Then eight episodes. If you had, see, look, if you had five episodes for a mid-season finale sometime and you stopped it sometime in December, and then, like, it's, like, a couple of weeks in December off the Christmas break, and you come back in January 1st or January whatever the fuck, and then it's in the, the other five, I wouldn't be mad at that. It's only, here's the thing, we're on, like, on our third or fourth episode. Like, well, it's like, bro, it's four and four. But here's the thing, bro, we stopped. We stopped in November. <laughs> <laughs> we stopped in November. They're not coming back December, and they're coming back January, <laughs> and mid mid January too. It's not even early January, I don't think. Uh, so, bro, that's a long fucking time. I wouldn't even give a fuck about Invincible then. Right. I mean, that's a lie. I'm probably gonna watch it, but not on release. Not like the way it was. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, look what's happening here. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I was really looking after the hoe constantly. I, listen, I know it's not as big as a deal as what I'm making out to be. All I'm just trying to say is a little rant that I think is bullshit. That's all I'm going to say. Also, if you want to kill your own show, this is, the, this is the number one way to do it. That's all I got to say. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you want to kill your own well, hype for goodness. the show. <laughs> if you want to kill your own hype for the show. If you want to kill people who's interested in the show, this is the way to do it. I know a hell of motherfuckers <laughs> who didn't watch the show and they're bitching the show and they said the business to the finale. They're like, bro, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Right. Uh, that's, all, that's all I'm going to say, man. I know a hell of people who haven't even watched the new season of Invincible. See, look, if, if Invincible had more episodes coming out, Maybe people will fucking watch the show and binge it. That's all I'm going to say. Now more people are not going to watch the show because, like, oh, man, there's only four episodes still. So now more people are not going to watch the show. You you did yourself a fucking disservice. That's all I'm going to say, bro. <laughs> We're in the streaming era, bro. You can't just let shit go out of cycle for this long. <laughs> Invincible has a good story, bro, but it's like the way you market it. Yeah. 
It, it's crazy because I was gonna watch it and then they said they had a break. I was like, well, shit, I'll wait till January then. I'm not gonna watch it now. <laughs> and then I think it went to January to watch Invincible and then another show's gonna come up or another thing might take your time to come up. Like, we don't know what's gonna happen in January. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, this is how you kill a show. <laughs> this is not how you make a sh- this is not how you keep a show going especially an animated show that people don't really give a shot anyways because it's animation that's all I'm trying to say so you're already fighting against uh, I feel like Invincible is really popular everybody likes Invincible but it's off that season 1 you know what I mean season 2 so far the season finale you know what I mean I, you know that's enough that's enough that's enough that's enough no nah, tell him tell him tell him man tell him man but okay, man. Nah, nah, I'm, I'm repeating myself I'm repeating myself but <laughs> well, what I would say what I would say is that uh one on one and how to kill a show you love <laughs> Hey man, I'm t- what, what I told you two days ago, this motherfucker called my phone, fucking mad as shit. <laughs> the fucking tweet two, dropped that fucking two day. Tweer hiatus, tweer hiatus. <laughs> that is fucking ridiculous, bro. Like, Eight, what the fuck? Four episode season finale, season uh mid season finale. Four episode mid season finale. I'm pretty sure those episodes are fucking, are fucking done. I'm pretty sure those episodes are fucking done, man. They, they just have it on the docket. Done, bro, they're paused because of fucking Amazon's greedy bullshit, bro. 100%. I don't think it's even a Robert Kirkman decision. People would be like, oh, bro, you're, you're making you're traumatic about it, bro. I'm like, all right, bro. Well, ne- next time AMA show has missing finale and you fucking forget about it. And you're like, bruh, what happened to that show? Alright, man. Cause they had a mid-season finale and no one gives a fuck about it afterwards, bro. That's <laughs> all I'm trying to say. We don't even know what's gonna happen in four episodes. What if what if the big episode that they said, oh, this could be a big episode right here? What if it's mid? <laughs> Who would have known? And then they had a mid-season finale on top of a mid-comeback episode. So I'm trying to say, bro, people don't think about this shit, bro. You know what I mean? Like, here's the thing, and I want I want Miss to win. That's why I'm mad. I want Miss to win. You know what I mean? I want the one big. Big right. dick. You know what I mean? Swinging. In the woods, in the wild, in the air. That's what I want Invincible to be. You feel me? But, hey, if they're on this, like, little penis shit, then they could do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I was trying to say. Eight? Eight episodes? Eight? <laughs> Eight episodes mid season finale, bro. People people don't know how crazy that is. That means they put out four they had four weeks of episodes every Friday and then now stop for damn near two months. Off of a two year hiatus. I damn near forgot Invincible existed. <laughs> a two year hiatus and a month hiatus. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Two year hiatus plus a month in the middle of a season hiatus. How many pauses do you need for a fucking show? <laughs> like, I'm just not gonna give a fuck no more, bro. <laughs> like, what were they doing in those two years, bro? Like, are, are these the Bioware Anthem devs? Like, I don't know, bro. Were you guys even doing anything? I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't want to be. I don't want all those. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy. But, hey, man, two years mid-season finale is fucking nuts. That's all I gotta say. It's fucking nuts. No matter the way you swing it, bro. <laughs>
And the, and the guy himself said it's not because of animation. So all the animator, uh, Glazer, dick suckers. Oh, uh, there you go. Listen, there all, you go. All my dick. All my all dick. Your dick bro. pregnant, you feel me? Listen, all my dick. It's not because the conditions, all that shit. Maybe they have bad working conditions. I don't know. I'm not too into that. But what, what I can say is um, it's not because of that, and they got the work done, buddy. So it's not because of animation. It's a stoppage. So... Yeah, it's because the the people uh, in charge of the show and management of the show are fucking retarded. <laughs> <laughs> as simple as that, brother. It is simple, clear cut. It's just motherfucker's stupid. Listen, a stupid, guy who man. makes co- who 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 knew a guy who makes comics doesn't know how to market a TV show. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> And before people say, oh, he made The Walking Dead, that's not his, that Walking Dead show is based off the world of his books from The Walking Dead, and I don't think until later on that he had a big hand in how the characters are are played out, from what I understand. From what I understand, The Walking Dead show is an entirely different story than the one he get thrown out. Instead, Invincible is literally a one-to-one, more so kind of an adaption with certain characters on how they look and everything but it's more so the story that bases that structure is one to one to his original invincible work right. so no he did not make a banger of Walking Dead 1 I know bangers <laughs> <laughs> the Walking Dead fell off anyways man <laughs> hold on I'm not too much on the Walking Dead man oh, no, the yeah dead. you're right they're gonna kill me man they, they're going bad right now they got a shit game now they're <laughs> going really bad right, right now yeah, it's alright, man. Yeah, sure, man. But right, I'm gonna text uh, this motherfucker about this real quick. <laughs> 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 but uh yeah, man, uh they're fucking around over there, man. I don't know. No, they want more money, I guess. Yeah, more money, man. That's that's what talks, man, money. Shit. Hey man, listen. I think we're about to go into this live action Zelda. How do you feel about this? Live action Zelda. Live action Zelda. Elf boy. Fuck elf boy. Elf boy going to live action. I mean, I don't know how to feel, man, because they just they just announced it. They haven't really announced like a director, the actors, or anything. Um, no, they did announce a director. Oh, they did. Who? Who is it? Oh, fuck, bro. Who is the director? They did announce it though. Ah oh, man, it was the same guy. Oh shit, bro. Oh my god, bro. Everyone's complaining about it on Twitter. That's everybody was saying R.I.P. Motherfucker got a brain at <laughs> brain brain freeze, bro. <laughs> he forgot what the fuck. I, was, I, was, I didn't know the director name, bro. I didn't have that information on hand. Damn, man. Technical difficulties, guys. I even said the word wrong. <laughs> oh, what's the director, um, man? West Ball. Um, West Ball. Let's see the movies that West Ball made. He has made Maze Runner. Uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes.
I think that's it. He only made two movies. Well, he made he made the major in the series. Oh, okay. Um, and the Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the new Planet of the Apes movie, he's doing that one. Oh, the new one. It's so it's not Matt Reeves out. doing it. Nah, Matt Reeves is off that. He made his trilogy and he's gone. Oh, he's okay. Yeah. Um So I mean what do you think about that man? I mean uh he hasn't really made anything terrible. I actually like the Maze Runner movies. I don't know. I haven't seen him in a long time though. Cause I <laughs> to be honest. Avi A Rad as a producer. Obviously you have Miyamoto. Avi, oh, oh, this is what people are complaining about. What he produced. Avi, Avi Arad, he made Craven the Hunter. Oh, the yeah, man. Meet him up. Meet him up. going to carry, man. He's going to carry the movie. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, no. Venom. Here, here, it gets even better. Morbius. How does he have a job? Spider-Man 3. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> Bro, how does he have a job? Amazing Spider-Man 1. Uh, people say he's working on the new Naruto. Uh, well, that's going to suck. Venom, um, let there be carnage. Why all these are Sony movies? Is only Sony hiring them? <laughs> Fantastic Four. Yeah, I think that's enough, man. Uh, <laughs> I think <laughs> they got the point, bro. Uh, Daredevil. The movie? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. O3, yeah. The new Borderlands movie. Oh no. I didn't even know they made a Metal Gear Solid movie. They did? Yeah. When was that? They did. I don't know. This is Metal Gear Solid. Distributed by Sony Pictures. Adapted for Metal Gear Solid director. Huh? Oh, it's not even out yet. Oh, a new, a new. Oh, they making a movie? I had no idea. I guess I know now. I guess I know now too. I didn't even know. Oh, he also made Beyond the Spider Verse. So the new one. Yeah, he's he's in production on, on Beyond yeah, the Spider Verse and, and across. Across. Okay, you know, recently he isn't doing bad. And he was in. He was on Into the Spider Verse, and he was on No Way Home. See, coming far from home, uncharted. Oh, never mind. Blade two. Iron Man one. Oh. Ghost, both Ghost Riders. Spider Man two. Oh, okay. That's that's a hitter. That's a hitter. Man, he has like four hitters. Man, up to like seven, like seven hundred. Yeah, we need to get rid of that producer, man. He also did X Men Last Stand. That's like the worst X Men movie. <laughs> oh man, you don't like to see this. Yeah, man. that's that's not a good sign, man. Hey, uh, listen, uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, you're the goat. You made all the, you made all, you you damn near made Nintendo, bro. I ain't gonna lie, you basically made, you carry them for real. 
Right. I mean, Yamoto, he made all these franchises and shit. Nintendo. At least he had a hand in all of them. You know what I mean? This could be good. Who? But here's the thing: who would they even cast as the elf boy? I don't. I don't know how you do that, too, man. You just get like a what a white guy with a uh, with pointy. You get slap on pointy ears on him. <laughs> fucking find a fucking uh like a seventeen year old seventeen year old white Tom, white blonde. Tom Holland memes coming true before my eyes. Oh nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They also got Derek Canali as the writer. He has wrote Detective Pikachu. Uh, that's like whatever. Star Wars: Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah, this movie's gonna fail, man. <laughs> I kind of had hope a little bit, but never mind. Kong Skull Island, Jurassic World. He made the new Jurassic World trilogy. Those aren't even that good. I only saw the first one though, so I, oh, I can't really talk. Man, bro, this guy's ass too. Wes Ball is the director though, and he has made Maze Runner the new. You know, Wes Ball's good though. Wes Ball's good. This I Wes think. Ball has some hitters, man. Wes Ball might be our saving grace here. And he's does does uh Miyamoto have control like? Creative control and stuff like that. Yeah, Miyamoto has credit. All Nintendo has creative control. Okay, that's sure. a good. That's a good sign. Actually, actually, I don't know. Oh no, I really don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what company this Sony, this, this other one coming out is coming out. Sony, I don't know. Um, I'm guessing they do. Well, I guess they're they're making it through Universal. Because they have the rise there, right? So, um, if you think they have critical control, you think it'll be good? Yeah. <laughs> That's like the key thing for video game movies, man. They have to have creative control, man. Now, if they don't have creative control, what do you think? Yeah, this shit's gonna flop. Um, <laughs> 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 no, that fucking look, man. Producer. You can maybe make a good film out of a bad producer, but a bad writer, that's like a base of a story. That's like a spine in the story. If you don't have that, then you don't really have a movie, you know? So. Okay, it says here with a franchise that's sprawling and, and as recognizable as Zelda. However, Nintendo and series creator Shigeru Miyamoto have almost certainly retained the ultimate creative control. Good. Yep. Yeah, good. So then, then now there's a more possibility of it being good. See? Hmm. They had the guy who made X Men Last Stand as a producer. Yeah, but they and have the creative. They got creative control though. Skywalker as the writer. <laughs> <laughs> and also, the guy, this producer, also made Morbius. <laughs> well, here's the thing though. They have they have creative control. So if they write some shit they they didn't like, they can just say no, rewrite this shit. Well, they just find another writer. All right, bro. Name me the best game storyline. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to play devil's advocate, man. Like, <laughs> hey, man, listen. Is this your, this your Miyamoto really have the good pen when it comes to story? 
Are the game story even that good for real? Let's be real. No, some of them are pretty good. Some of them pretty good. Like, like some of them are pretty good. All right, name them. Uh, Majora's Mask. Okay. Uh, Ocarina of Time. When was that though? Okay, it doesn't matter. It's not, it doesn't matter. It, it, it does. It definitely does. Uh, uh, Wind Waker. Name me what happened to Wind Waker. I never played it, so. Alright. <laughs> so. yeah. Cooked, buddy. This is cooked. Yeah, this movie's gonna be ass, man. <laughs> you got one of the worst story writers in gaming. Cause that's well, that's the thing that everyone says that their uh, games always lack is story. Mixed with the guy who made uh, wrote uh, Rise of the Skywalker. The thing, the thing about it is with video and games, Detective Pikachu. With video games, you can get you can get away with a bad story because you play it for for the game. But in a movie, I you can't you, you can't really get away with that shit. You know? You yeah. So Nintendo's really cooked here, though, man. I'll just tell you. <laughs> Yeah, just cancel the movie, man. <laughs> Don't even make it. <laughs> make it animated. One, why, why not animated? The one thing, the one thing uh, Nintendo's not really known for, they're making, uh, they're in the in- industry for. Yeah. I mean, how come they didn't make it animated, though? I think it would have been really, I would have watched thought, it animated. I think they should make a studio, uh, like, Ghibli... Zelda film. Oh, that'd be cool, man. And like Ocarina of Time style. Yeah, and then you can you can really put the that world to life, but I don't know about live action, man. That just looks weird. I don't know. I, I can't really take live action link uh serious. <laughs> hey yeah. Hey yeah. <laughs> what is he gonna say? Hey yeah. <laughs> hey yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm just gonna laugh because he looks fucking stupid. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. This shit's dumb. This is just a waste of money. I ain't gonna lie. It's a waste of fucking money. Look like Smosh. <laughs> look like Smosh. <laughs> <laughs> look like a fucking cosplayer you can see down the fucking street in a fucking conve- convention. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know about this one, dog. I don't know about this one. There's gonna be a lot of CGI in this one too. Yeah, I think it's better if you just do it animated. Yeah, I think animation is definitely where to go. Maybe like in the Spider Verse art style, you know what I mean? You can do that too. You can maybe in the Puss and Boots art style. Yeah. Um. You know what I mean? You can make a cool anime movie like that, or you can do something a lot more traditional, like with Studio Ghibli, which yeah. I think everyone wants to see. Or you can make a show, or you can make a Smash Brothers show. Hey, that's anime. That's all I can say. Shit, they might do it in the future, man. <laughs> Shit, that's see, like, and guess what? I'm there. You there? <laughs> I'm there. Yeah, but you can't say you like Smash in public anymore. You know, you can't really say it. You can't say why it no that, more. Uh, we know why. <laughs> A bunch of dream motherfuckers, man. <laughs> bunch of dream. <laughs> bunch of dream motherfuckers, man. All right, man. Last on the list. Last on the list. <laughs> he ignored it. He ignored it. <laughs> last, anyways, last thing on the list. Last thing we're talking about. 
is the Pokemon cookies, man. Oh, the cookies. Yeah, man. How, how do you feel about Pokemon's new batch of $28 for four packs? Look, man, if you're paying $28 for some fucking cookies, you need to reevaluate your fucking life. Okay, I'm not spending $28 on some fucking cookies. Motherfucker, I can get some Chips Ahoy down the fucking street. I can go to a CVS right now and probably get it for, what, $3? Yeah, is it the healthy alternative? Man, fuck the health. See, it's that healthy shit. Fuck the healthy shit. If I'm eating a cookie, it's going to be full of sweets. I'm obviously eating it just for sweets. I'm not eating it for no gluten-free. Oh, I know. You're eating, I'm... A co- you're, you're eating a sweet dessert cookie? Exactly. That's the point of a cookie. But even, even still, like, nah, it, bro. I don't know, man. Listen, man. If it's not uh, pushing the nutritional values, like Pokemon <laughs> says, I mean, I don't think it's a real cookie anymore. Uh, all right, man. Would you rather eat a Pokemon cookie or Oreo? Oh, Oreo every day. Though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oreo every day, is bro. It, is Oreo really? Innovating the, the, the man, fuck space. innovation. I want a fucking cookie, man. I'll eat a fucking shit. Girl Scout cookie. Those some of those shit, shits bro. are good. Right. You obese bastard. Hell yeah, I'm obese bastard, bro. I eat the. You ever ate those Girl Scout cookies with the? They like coconut, but they chocolate on the bottom. Yeah, I eat those before. Yeah, those those shits amazing, man. But I think I think I think the real first off is the price. I think what she did was it was like the same cookie. But they slapped her name on it and they give you less cookies, right? Yeah. From what I, from what I saw, and then they did that. But I think what was worse was her response to that because keep in mind, Pokey's like thirty, right? <laughs> and yeah. She's thirty. Keep in mind, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, if you don't want to buy it, you're broke." Blah, 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 blah. And I think her response if broke, was just say so. If you broke, just say so. And I think that response is the dumbest fucking response you can possibly do. Personally, you should have just not said anything if you're just gonna respond that way. Because a lot a lot of streamers don't realize that your viewers make you. If you don't have the viewers, you ain't nothing. Let's be real, you ain't nothing. Pokey, if you listen to this, you ain't nothing without your viewers. Let's be Let's be 100% truth. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's every streamer, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with feeling that way because that's that's like every streamer. Like, that's the point of, like, entertaining an audience. So, you know, you you entertain them for, like, an hour or two or however long, and then in return they give you money. You know what I mean? Or, like, if they want to give you money, they're not obligated to get you money. But... I feel like if you're really entertaining and if they really like your stuff, whether whether you watch her because she's well, she's hot, whether you watch her because you think she's cute, or oh, people watch her because you know guys watch, it doesn't matter. At some point, pe- people will donate her or watch her because they find something they like to watch, whether whether if she's good looking or not, right? So yeah, I just think the way she responded was fucking stupid. And really dumb, and I feel like um, some some of her controversies could really just be avoided if she just shut the fuck up. Like in all honesty, yeah, I think so. Pokey, you need sometimes you just need to shut up. Sometimes you don't need to say something at all. Like personally, you know, a bag's a bag. If you if you buy a twenty eight dollar cookie, then that says a lot about your priorities. 
Uh, <laughs> honestly, like I would never buy twenty eight dollars of cookies. If you want healthy cookies, go f- to a store and buy some healthy fucking cookies. I'm pretty sure you can buy them for what, like three dollars or some shit. Like, I don't really think that that whole idea is like you're broke. Ah uh, ha ha ha. She says this, and she's thirty. Keep in mind. I know I said that like three times, but she's thirty, and she said it like that. Something like. I'm pretty sure, like, a 16-year-old would say. Like, oh, my God, you're broke. Like, it's, I, I just think it's really stupid. And um, next time, just shut the fuck up. Uh, what you think, man? Oh, that motherfucker. Butters, we can't hear you, man. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Say it again. <laughs> I didn't say nothing, man. I was waiting. Uh, I think he cut out for me. Oh, no, no, I said I was done. I said, what do you think? <laughs> hey, man, all I'm going to say is that uh, I'm not eating their vegetarian slash vegan cookies, man. Yeah. Also, um, she should, like you said, she should just shut the fuck up, man. Um, I think she just should just be quiet, bro. Um, Con People Broke was not the, uh, the uh, crowd control that she thought it was. It wasn't the good AOE uh, attack. Um... I would say that uh, she she needed more health before she can attack the audience again. She and she has like she was like half HP and you know she aggroed the wrong mob and uh, she got cooked um, and she's dead in the in the, in the fantasy world. And uh, that's all I gotta say about that. You know what I mean? If you if you if you gathered what I was saying, what I was putting down, you would understand and pick up what I was saying. And what I was saying was that uh, she needed different she needed a different strategy, man. She needed a different strategy. Uh, I think the vegan cookies were ass as well. Um, the product <laughs> is ass at its own price. I don't eat anything vegan, and y'all can come at me for that shit. I don't care. I don't like vegan shit. <laughs> like vegan shit? Yeah, vegan shit. I, I just think the uh, I mean, other than her product being ass and overpriced, she also had a bad strategy um, overall. A good marketing overall, but bad strategy long term because you actually want to people like your product for people to actually want to buy it long term. Right now it's in this meme phase. People are buying it not to really buy it, but buy it just because it's a Pokemon's bull bullshit drama. So right now she's getting sales off of that. But I wonder when people don't give a fuck no more, is it gonna still be like that? You know, I mean, for for long term, people are actually gonna like your shit. People, people, if they want to buy your shit, they're gonna have to like it. And food is just the hardest thing to get into. I'm um, yeah. the drink space is easier than the food space. The food space is just so hard. Like, well, because the food space is, is such a monopoly. I think I saw um I saw like an interview with like Mr. Beast and he was talking about like his chocolate, and basically he he basically said the chocolate. Well, I'm just saying like one category of like the food section basically, but like yeah. for example with chocolate everything's dominated by Hershey because when uh, a chocolate gets um, popular like it's really popular they buy out that company so that company is owned by hershey so there's not really a lot of a lot of competition because they just buy out the competition basically so that's why you, you see just buy everybody yeah you just buy everybody that's why it's so hard to get into is it's just a big it's just a big monopoly you know i can't imagine how it is for cookies because I, I don't know that much about it but i'm pretty sure it's somewhat like that because all you see is what Cookies Ahoy and what Oreos, and that's it. <laughs> that's like where it ends. You don't really see anything else. True. You know, uh, I can't really think. What, what's another cookie? I I can't really think of one. To be honest, 
I'm dead ass thinking of a cookie, man. What cookie you think about? I don't think it's that popular, anyways. But the point the point I'm trying to make is Oreos is really Oreos and cookies, cookie ahoy, whatever the fuck, and that's it. So food is just hard to get into. It's like a big monopoly of companies buying another company, you know. No fun fact with Reno type shit. You know what I mean? Fun facts with Reno. Reno. (laughs) Wait, say it again. You're Reno right now. Yeah, I'm just saying, man. Fun facts with Reno, man. You got anything else to say about the Pokemon shit? Shit, that's all I got to say, man. Have a different strategy when you're going into the raid boss. All right. I guess that's it, man. Uh, I guess that's it. Uh, I don't think there's anything else really left to talk about. So yeah. I, guess, I guess we just going to sign off, man. Uh, thank y'all for listening. If you're watching this on YouTube, I think this is like the first episode I'm going to put on YouTube. Uh, hit the like button. Subscribe. Do all share with everybody. Uh, if you're watching this on like uh, audio site, like or audio app, like uh, Spotify, whatever the fuck this lands on, uh, make sure you like and share with everybody. Uh, helps help us a lot. Um, fuck, what was this shit I always say before? Oh yeah, butters. Uh, last words go. Last words overall on the Pokemon situation. No, just in general, man. Because we're about to end the shit. Um, my last words is Gen V is Gen V is five. Josh Giddy's a groomer. Dream's a groomer. Gumball really won that hoe. Uh, Gen V is five nine out of ten. Invincible is five overall. Fuck that mid-season finale shit though. Shit's mid. It might kill the show. Um, game of the year is Baldur's Gate three. GTA six is gonna be the best game of all time probably. And uh, shit, Tom Holland for live action Link. <laughs> I'm there for it, man. <laughs> Type shit. Uh, from uh, Nathan Drake to Live Action Link, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, and basically, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess that's it, man. Uh, see ya. See ya.